up, everyone? It's the Herald and Wildcast. What's up, everyone? It's the fourth time we've tried to record this. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, This is an episode of We Talk Dead, where we talk about The Walking Dead enthusiastically yeah, several years ago. <laughs> this, this Now it just sort of comes back around as some sort of indentured servitude that yet we are not being forced to do. Right. It's, still, it's still sort of like some annual fucking pain in the ass now. Yeah, it is feel like that. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Well, this episode is Bring Out Your Dead, episode 805. And, uh. Bring out your tired, weak masses that are bored of The Walking Dead. Why is it called Bring Out Your Dead? I'm trying to think through the episode because I think, they're stuck in the trailer together, Negan and Gabriel. Yeah, and Gabriel's a priest and bringing out the dead of the back. The plague, I guess. Some sort of weird, cryptic, religious uh, reference. I don't, I don't know. Who cares? Well, they're together. We find out what happened yeah, there. After that long cliffhanger <laughs> that they left us off in the first episode. I wonder what's going to happen. Are they going to escape from the thing and be fine after... Oh, yeah. We haven't been back there in a while. No. And what do they do? They escape from the thing and they're perfectly <laughs> fine. And it's exactly what we predicted. Anyone would have seen that coming. But there's, you know, the whole thing in the trailer is that Gabriel sort of coaxes Negan after some you know a while to give him like kind of a semi-confession well gabriel's like why do you think you or negan says he's like why do you think you lived this long or because like gregory took your car and you got fucked over and Negan was like to take your confession and then yeah. it was like <laughs> is that lucille used only for murder <laughs> or perhaps other things can you turn it around and save one side for fun oh. Perhaps a little funage. <laughs> well, and then meanwhile, the council members. Which the fucking is, useless council yeah, of dimwits. Was, what's his face with the mustache? Simon and Dwight and Eugene and like. And some jerk chick. Fucking Bush. Bulldark. Bulldike chick. Bulldark. 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 <laughs> and somebody else. The guy who looks like um, Jigsaw. He kind of looks like Jigsaw. Oh, yeah. That guy's yeah. there. Sort of like sad sack guy. Like, yeah. look, we just want to do our job. Right. Like, ever just deal with Negan? I'm Negan. Everyone be cool. It's going to be mid. Well, and they're trying to figure out who was the betrayer. I know. It's like obviously someone in the room. But meanwhile, so... The com- the compound there is cut off. They can't exit because the walkers are all surrounding it. Mm-hmm. So they're running out of food. Mm-hmm. They're, they're running, running out, out of power. water. Power. Power gets turned off. Um, and it's very hot in there. So the workers are revolting. Well, they're yeah, they're on the cusp of revolt. And yeah. By the end of the episode, they in fact do because they don't right now that the group doesn't know if Negan's alive. But then they're just sitting there talking in the middle. Yeah, it's, it's so dumb. dumb. Why don't you go do, look for them? Yeah, you know, or figure it out. And like we gotta, no one leaves this room until we find out who leaked the information. <sighs> and I think we where didn't we cut to other stuff? Oh yeah, we cut to Rick and Daryl, and they fight. They fight. That's so dumb. <laughs> yeah. Because Rick's like, we're not blowing up the Savior's compound. What if yeah, somebody wants... Yeah, blow up the Savior's compound. Those workers are going to arm against us. They're not soldiers. You can't hurt the dang workers, man. Ugh, it's getting ridiculous. It's like, dude, let's just finish this. Yeah, they should have finished the first episode. They got a Done. bunch of explosions. So they literally have a, like, a fucking fist fight, and Rick throws the explosive into a burning car, and the whole thing blows up. Yeah. So they lose the explosives, and they lose, you know, now they don't have anything. 
And now, so then they split up. Daryl goes off on his bike and Rick, like, walks home from but, wherever he and is. And we see someone tracking him. Oh, he also, he sees a helicopter. Yeah. What the hell? Well, and then it's like he meets a new group at the very end, and that group turns out to be the Janus group. Right. Which is well, like... they show that for the previews. Preview, yeah. so it's probably that group. So he's going to see Janus to say we still... What? Why again. would you do that? She'll double-cross you again. Again. Yeah, it was like, you guys really want to reintroduce this boring group anyway? Yeah, they I think they you kind of got a clean break at the end of the last season's finale there. You could have just fucked them, the whole group off. No one would have even noticed. I'm tired of the different groups, too. Yeah. Like, no more groups. This yeah. Is, like, I miss the days when the walkers were the problems. And, I mean, the very first time they introduced was that Philadelphia episode. Which was cool. Like other in groups. In the bar. Yeah, that's with true. With two guys. Yeah, that was a good episode. It was a good scene. It was a great scene. He, uh, Rick kicked ass and then, you know. But then remember how much we hated the whole drag out with the Randall story? Yeah, that was so dumb. Nobody liked that, though. Nobody that was another season two a fucking hiccup that people cite as, you know, why season two is such a bummer. And yeah. we should also state that Walking Dead now, again, has its lowest rating since season two. Yeah. Six year, six year dip. Which not is not surprised. surprising. We called that last season. We're like, this is going to slowly but surely lose its Fairweather fans that were built up from the season prior that came in just to see Negan and they heard about the big moment. Mm. And those, sure enough, are the first people to go. And I think, like, you know, diehard fans or longtime watchers like us are getting burnt out by the show. Yep. And so they're sort of uh, burning the match stick at both ends, in a sense, like losing viewership. Well, and what I've read that the producers and the network are sort of spinning is, well, there's a lot of content out there now. People don't get their content the same way they did. You know, people are binging things. And it's like, okay, fine, but, but... thrones doesn't have a dip in viewership no it's that old like fallback of like it's the times man it's the times we live in it's a different show now a different climate than when the pilot came out and that's true yeah like hulu had just came out when the walking dead pilot premiered it was right and you know so it's not the same people were still like getting dvds in the mail from netflix and shit so it has changed but you know to blame that for the show's, you know, lack of success is not accurate. It might be like partly, very small percentage of why people are now losing interest well, in the show. I think more accurately is that people are now waiting to binge it or watch it later because they don't feel the need for the immediacy of seeing it right away. No. Which is the difference because before it was like an event like thrones like you mm-hmm. okay i gotta watch that it's on tonight and oh my god we gotta see it and yeah. everyone's kind of like burnt out by it we've seen all this before yeah so it's like you know what i'll catch up well it loses its value especially again with the fair weather fans that yeah. are like eh, i don't need to tune into this ah, football's on you know right that kind of shit like there was a time when it beat months uh, sunday night football like I, I think those days are over. Oh, definitely. That was sort of its peak. It literally beat Sunday Night Football. Like you can't tell me those are all from diehard Walking Dead fans that go to Walker Stalker and like you know have read the comics. Right. That's like, not. It's from no. people that watch Sunday Night Football that tune into Walking of course, Dead. Of course. Because they want to see someone's brains get bashed <laughs> in by a fucking grease ball with a baseball bat. Well, it, as soon as a show loses FOMO, you know, fear of missing out. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. That's when. It really st- things start, start to, to change suffer, yes. because if you no longer have that, I've got to watch it when everybody else, so that on Monday morning 
at the water cooler. They're all talking about it. No mm. one's talking about Walking Dead at the water cooler the anymore. No. No, what's funny is a friend of mine I work with, he said that he used to, he's almost like, I almost hate to admit it, but uh, I was a huge Walking Dead fan. He's like, I just hadn't watched it in so long. But then, mm. like, this season I had missed it, and I, I started tuning in, and I wanted to watch it again every week, like how I used to. And he's like, but then after, like, two episodes, he's like, I like the first episode, and then I watched the second one, and then by, like, the third week, I, that, like, something else boo. came up, and then he yeah. didn't watch yeah, it. And then he's like, happening. I haven't seen anything since. I was like, yep, that sounds like your average sort of walking dead fan right now well because there's nothing new going on no this is a show that hit its peak it then went on and jumped the shark as we compete repeatedly say with the killing of glenn and it's gone you know it's lost it ever since and it's it's, i don't see it getting it back because now people have moved on and i think a show doesn't have 10 years anymore you know with no. all the content i mean i think they've been lucky to get seven or eight it's even like really lucky to get eight good show like look at seinfeld it's a you know that show could have gone forever and it did 10 seasons yeah you know and think about how like little budget and like had such a different production value than the walking yeah. dead and they were talking about doing you know 10 years 15 years have it go on like star trek like dude there's no way right you know, it's not situational comedy. It's a fucking a zombie apocalypse. Yeah. How are you supposed to continue that for, you know, 15 years, 15 mm. seasons? They say they're going to, but I don't see... I mean, they might because they might have enough money coming out of it, even if the ratings go down below a certain... That they can justify it, you know? But it's definitely... The days of that being the frenzy that it that it is... Are over, you know. Yeah, I think, and it's over. Like it's it's an, a really immediate and uh, sort of definite shift. Right. It's not over. You know, it was literally like a season changed everything. One season changed the whole sort of climate towards Walking Dead. Well, and now you've got Stranger Things, which is really true. It's its biggest com- competitor right now, which people are far more interested in. Yeah, far more. Even though they've probably already watched the whole season, you know, most people of Stranger Things. Maybe. But, yeah. But yeah, it's definitely you know it's got the f- the FOMO factor yep. versus Walking Dead, which used to have it. Yep. Actually, I watched Mindhunter, which I really like. Yeah, and I like yeah. too. You know, and it's sort of not a FOMO show at the moment, but it was good. It is. It's on Netflix. It's actually it's very good. Yeah. It's kind of a procedural, but it's all about, you know, starting the wing of the FBI that, you know, profiles serial killers. Yeah. And, and it's, all the things that go with that. If you watch Criminal Minds ever, or if you're a fan of those kind of shows, seeing how they, they literally come up with the term serial killer. Like, yeah. It, seeing how all these things transpired to the get to the point where they're, it's pretty fascinating. It is fascinating. Yeah. And they do interviews with... The, the you know it's what the seventies or the yeah it's like the seventies I think isn't it yes it's the early seventies yeah yep. and so they're interviewing you know real people like not real people but actors portraying real killers of that era right and they if you go and you watch the real doc uh, the interviews on YouTube they're they're almost like word for word mm. a lot of the dialogue that they write so they come from like real interviews with richard speck and that ed, ed kemper guy yeah and yeah like so it's pretty 
pretty interesting yeah take. it is and the season ends with sort of like you said like a climactic did you finish? moment yeah, yeah. Well, i finished i watched yeah. the last episode so there's definitely gonna be a second season which i would like to see i would too you know it's sort of a fun and it's david fincher you it's know it's kind of creepy kinda oh yeah creepy. we should say it's fincher yeah, so that's i mean thing. think about that in terms of the mood of it yeah. because it's definitely got his sort of grainy gritties yeah look style feel to look it. yeah you know and the, but it's you know sort of a crime drama. Yeah. And the era makes it a little more interesting too. Yeah. And I like the actors in it. Yeah, they were a good cast. Yeah. Definitely. I like the one the older guy. Yeah, he's in lots of stuff and You know who he's you know what he's in that we just saw? He plays the 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 beast or the machine in that uh Jamie Lannister prison movie. Oh, yes, he yeah, does. the badass And he's boss. completely unrecognizable. Yeah, it's awesome. He's, like, fucking huge. He, like, doesn't, li- you know, in the, in the David Fincher one, he looks sort of just like a burnt-out cop. And in that one, he looks like a freaking, you know, Aryan prison uh, fucking mastermind guy. It's yeah, a- and he makes, uh, his name is Holt McCallany. Um, veteran actor who I'm and he's in Justice definitely, League he's in Justice he's League he's in like the opening scene of Justice League which is really cool he and, plays like a robber yep that's a very short part but I yeah, mean yeah but it's significant he does some great work in Mindhunter and and also the woman who plays the psychologist the doctor, yeah. the doctor Wendy Carr her name She's is good um, and Jonathan Groff is the younger one um, Holden Holden yeah but uh, the woman Wendy Carr uh, she looks a lot like Nora in Leftovers. Yeah, Every time Carrie I see Coons. her, she sort of reminds me like of the same of person. Her. You almost yeah. think they're like they're you know sisters. Their voice is similar. Very kinds, similar. Yeah. Their look, their uh, delivery of uh, dialogue and yeah. stuff is interesting. So uh, I'd say we were recommending that one <laughs> over <laughs> over Walking Dead. Uh, yeah, I would. Nine hundred is definitely worth checking out. If you have Netflix, you can watch it fucking anyways. Well, there's really also the Punisher that just is yeah, we gotta watch that. I have watched the first three, and I really like it. Yeah, how do you? How does it stack up to the other Marvel Netflix? I think it's stuff? far better. Yeah, I think it's I'm not the best of that group. Yeah. Uh, in terms of, we're talking Jessica Jones, uh, Luke Cage, Daredevil. Daredevil. I think it's Iron Fist. I like Daredevil. I like Daredevil other than the other ones, but this, and I mean, Punisher apparently made an appearance in Daredevil too. In the second season, yeah, yeah it I did. didn't see that, but this is definitely the most violent. It's and I which mean, is yeah, canon to his uh, universe. John Bernthal is so good. Yeah, man, I love that guy, and so. That's why I think I really like it. Is his performance alone is just so good. Well, and he's a fucking cool guy. Like if I showed you that clip on the Jim and Sam show, the Jim Norton Sam Harris show, where he's interviewed about working with Kevin Spacey yes. on Baby Driver, and he's pretty yeah. candid, and he doesn't pull punches, but he's not like dishy. He's professional about he's it. He's professional, yeah. and he's not. He doesn't. He doesn't like. He's like, oh yeah, I got the dish. So like this will be a big story for you guys. Dish, dish, dish. Right. And he was more just sort of like you know worth working with him. I was very disappointed. And if it was a guy doing those things to a woman, like, you know, just talking to them that way, I would have, like, stepped in and said something. Right. But he was talking to, like, the young PAs or whatever, you know, these young guys, you know what I mean? So yeah. he was sort of, like, he said, he's like, I was, I watched him in in London when I was a young actor, watching him do, uh, play, I can't remember, uh, The Iceman Cometh. Right, and, right, right. And, uh, he said it was, like, such a moving experience, and then sort of meet him 20 years later or whatever, and work with him, he's like, I gotta say, it was, it, it was very disappointing, and it, like, uh, really, like, opened up a side that once you find out about 
his other allegations, he's like, now it, it sort of makes sense mm. kind of thing. You know, John Bernthal was pretty, it was cool that he didn't shy away from it, but he also didn't, you know, go into it in full length. Like, yeah, sure. Let's like kick a guy while he's down. Or yeah, like he said, yeah, he's yeah. like, I don't want to pile on. I'm not, a, I don't pile on. I'm not like looking for a story. You know what I mean? Yep. But he was honest. It was, it's cool. And the, the John Bernthal was fucking cool. He's man. so cool. Um, I think that's going to... I mean, do we have anything else to say about Walking Dead? Well, just Negan comes out at the end. They do the Walker Guts thing again. Oh, yeah, they do that Walker again. Guts. That's how they get out. Always. They put the Walker Guts on. And I always... We talked about this. I always think it's hilarious that the only time it smells is when they cut those things open. But they cover their guts. They're with, like dead yeah. everywhere and nothing always. smells. Yeah. And, they're, oh, and it always works, at least for a time. Yeah. <laughs> it always works. But just for a time. Just enough time but to create a little tension <clears throat> yeah before they have to fight their way out move these yeah. guts don't work anymore they're on to us it's fucking the stupidest but shit of ever of course they're okay well and then there's that scene where the workers are kind of coming upstairs Revolting, yeah. and they're trying to tell them to go back down they won't they won't but go then, down because the dead are there yep then it, they hear the the ominous whistle turning the corner of ugh. the hallway and they all get on one knee and he's with and Gabriel. Says, Thank you, Negan. It's like, what? Yeah. Really? And they, she, the one sort of fucking butch chick shoots a girl in the hallway, one of the workers. Right. Negan's like, why'd you do that, Regina? Yeah, she's going to have to answer to it. She'll probably get the iron on iron her face. Iron on her face. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Hi. So, I don't know what else happens. Oh, Eugene goes to, like, help Gabriel because he's, like, in a cell and then he's yeah. really sick so they have to take him yeah to he's really sick he kind of seems that he get he got bit but maybe but he said something about maggie's doctor and they have to get the doctor back or to maggie or something mm-hmm. like that and nothing else is really done on that episode there's no ezekiel no carol no uh it's maggie you know yeah there was some was gregory in that or no no yes no in he the was? beginning they they do sort of one of those flashbacks oh yeah one of those fun things and he's sitting down and he has to convince Negan oh, yeah. that he's you he's know not double crossing and, and he has the hilltop right like it's his place not maggie's place Which of course he doesn't and it's no, like ridiculous useless. that he i mean Honestly, I just this episode was a bummer. It was just so uninteresting because Negan himself is really uninteresting to me now. That whole shtick of what we go, oh, you someone messed up big time. Like he mix he mixes up like child talk with like being a badass, yeah, and it lost its charm long ago. Well, and it's we've said this so many times. Like it just feels like now. The hype of the show and talking about the show that they do on Talking Dead and everything is far more popular than the content they're putting out. Yeah, because the the content's not that good. I mean, last week's episode was pretty good. Was pretty good when Shiva got killed. Yeah, it was a little more dramatic at least, and it had some cool the thing where they, you know, Mm -hmm. Jerry chops the guy in half yeah the Dahmer yeah totally but it, but it's like that's the thing it's like I I want to go back to when they're fighting walkers and that was more interesting it was more and, interesting and they have to work together and then through that there are arguments and dissent and this sort of thing but it's still to sort of work together to stay stay alive you know yeah because it's no longer the same show really when it's just they're fighting people it yeah. becomes a different dynamic you know yeah and they you know they don't skip on the walkers but no it's but it's not like... it, it's not the same it's just mm-hmm. eh, well all right that that's gonna wrap up 
We Talk Dead, episode 805. Bleh. Bleh. <laughs> <laughs>